promises in an ancient old book hold any meaning or significance today. Um, it's basically a tale about two believers living in a world of unbelievers. And so, uh, you know, I think the, the underlying message is if we have the song in our hearts, if we have the, the love of God in our hearts, we don't have to fear. Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Missy Montgomery, and today I'm joined over the phone with Bruce Stacy, the writer and director of Ice Dragon Legends of the Blue Daisies. How are you doing today, Bruce? I'm great, Missy. Good to be with you. Thank you. Well, we're excited to talk about this new film. Uh, so just for our listeners, why don't you kind of give us a brief summary? Because I know this is a you know, children's movie, you know, teaching them about faith, hope, and love. But from your perspective, give us a little bit of a summary about Ice Dragon. Well, I have to take you back about 25 years to begin the story. Of course. Uh, back in the uh, early 1990s, my wife and I were visiting Russia on a humanitarian trip, really, to aid um, the orphans in what was then Leningrad, about 10,000 orphans in the city. And we were there as part of a, a Christian musical outreach. There were artists from all around the world that came. We put on benefit concerts to benefit the kids there. So while we were there... Um, unpremeditated at the time. Uh, I was working with uh, the Leningrad Symphony on a musical of mine that was being performed. Elaine was touring the orphanages, and she was greeted at one sick orphanage by a little girl, Elena, uh, who eventually became our adopted daughter. So uh, a year later, I was back in Russia uh, adopting this little girl. We had two children of our own, naturally born children. Mm -hmm. And um, I was trying to explain kind of the state of the world to my kids back home, that we were bringing back this little Russian sister that they were going to have. And um, it was a very interesting time around 1992. The walls, the communist walls around Eastern Europe were falling. And... um, It was a very fascinating time. So I wrote a short story while I was in Russia and called it Blue Daisies in the Summer of Winter. And it told the story of an imaginary people that lived in a mountain village, and they sang a song each day thanking God for the earth, the sea, and the sky, and the blue daisies that bloomed in the hills. And the blue daisies were a symbol to the people of their faith and hope, and and for their thankfulness for all they'd been given. So um, as the story progresses, uh, a winter storm arrives uh, early, and it's a bitter storm, and it, it comes to the village. And But the people still sing the song because they know that the storm will soon blow over, and um, they can still see the blue daisies blooming in the hills in the, in the fall. But the storm stays. It stays through the spring. And the people are still singing the song, but maybe not so enthusiastically now because they're getting cold, they're freezing, they're, they're running out of firewood. And by the time the summer comes, the blue daisies have been covered. They can't see them anymore. They're freezing in their homes. They're at the point of despair. And uh, at this point, they're frozen in their homes. They're out of firewood. And a young child squeezes through the bars of ice in one of the homes and says, I can squeeze through, I can go find us some firewood. And the child runs out into the storm, and the people feel, well, now all is certainly lost. The child is gone. We're all going to die. But then in the midst of the storm, they hear this still, small voice, and it's the voice of the child singing the song, thanking God for the earth, the sea, and the sky, and the blue daisies. And one by one, the villagers join in and start singing the song. They remember the song, and they sing the song, and they're 
chorus rises uh, powerfully uh, and defeats the storm. And so in, in my little story that I wrote for my kids, um, the bitter storm was communism. It, it swept through that country for so many years, and now it was there. And the song that has been forgotten was the Word of God, the, the faith, hope, right. and love that gave the people their strength. So anyway, that, that story sat in my drawer for about 25 years, until four or five years ago, I was encouraged to bring it out by uh, an East Coast animation company that I'd been working with on another project. And they said, do you have anything else? So we love working with you. And I said, well, I do have this old story. I thought might make a, a children's book someday. I brought it out, and um, they encouraged me. And they said, no, you really must do something with this. So that began a three-year production journey, uh, and we produced Ice Dragon. The storm uh, in the original story became an ice dragon because I felt that the storm needed to have a personality of some kind right. to come alive in animation. And so that's that's the origins, the humble origins of Ice Dragon, Legend of the Blue Daisies. Wow, what a really cool story. And to think that it took that long to develop, but, you know, there's no better time for it. And, you know, you talk about, you know, the musical aspect of it. You did write a song um, for the film called Living in the Light. Can you talk a little bit about the theme of that song and how it relates to the story? Well, you know, Ice Dragon is, is a parable, and I'm following humbly in the footsteps of the likes of C.S. Lewis and J.R. Mm -hmm. Tolkien, who, and, and, of course, Jesus, who is the greatest teacher storyteller of all time, who often taught through parables. And a parable is just an engaging story that, uh, you know, when explored, when you dig deeper, it has deeper meaning and truth and right. can be unpacked. So um, Living in the Light is, is the, uh, it's kind of the, the final song in the film. And um, it kind of ties it all together. Uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head if I can remember some of the words. We're living in the light fighting the good fight, hallelujah, we're living in the light, we're not frightened anymore, we don't fear the dragon's roar, hallelujah, we're living in the light. So it's a celebratory song, the, the dragon has been defeated by the song, and, um, and the villagers sing the song at the end in a big celebration. Um, songs are very important to the Ice Dragon, because after all, it's the song that defeats the dragon. And there are a number of songs, uh, I'm thinking of The Giver of All Gifts, which mm -hmm. is another beautiful song like a hymn. There's a, a lullaby prayer that uh, I will be with you that, that's very powerful. And I love the, um, I, I love the genre of musicals. I mean, dating way back to films like The Wizard of Oz and right. a lot of the Disney classics, um, music has a way of kind of you know, allowing you to dig emotionally deeper into the characters in the film and, and bringing out the themes in a powerful way that I think just straight narratives can't do. When you combine it with great music, it's, it's always a, a wonderful thing. So without giving anything away, because, of course, you know, we want our listeners to go see Ice Dragon, um, but is there anything maybe you can give us like a sneak peek or a tease about a particular scene that you think is super powerful that audiences of all ages is really going to be able to resonate with their own life? Well, I think, yeah, I think there, there is, uh, I don't want to, uh, to offer a spoiler here, but the song defeats the dragon. And, um, of course, you're, you're fighting a dragon, so you would expect that it's going to be the brave hero with the sword. Mm -hmm. But in the end, it's Melody, the young girl who has the song living in her heart, this song of faith, hope, and love in her heart, um, that comes to the rescue. And I think that as kids have found that, they said, that's surprising. I didn't expect that to happen. And, of course, uh, in God's economy, it is a surprising. It's, 
it's uh, in our weakness that we're made strong. It's the weak that are strong in the Lord. So um, that's the beauty of a parable, um, that, uh, you know, it, it can have a surprising outcome that uh, reveals deep truth that's meaningful to the viewer. Agreed. And it's so interesting that, you know, this is, you know, coming out and, of course, an animation for children, because I think a lot of time, you know, other animations from other studios, they don't have, you know, obviously a spiritual message. And this obviously does. So if there's one spiritual thing that you really want, especially young children that I don't think are exposed to this a lot, what's one message you really want them to take away after seeing the film? Well, I think, you know, we're living in a culture right now where there's a lot of fear and mm-hmm. anxiety about the future. And I think one of the messages here is that we don't have to be afraid anymore when we have the song in our heart. And the song, of course, is a metaphor for the Word of God. Right. Uh, one of the questions that the, um, that the Ice Dragon asks is, can the words and promises in an ancient old book hold any meaning or significance today? Um, it's basically a tale about two believers living in a world of unbelievers. Right. And so, uh, you know, I think the, the underlying message is if we have the song in our hearts, if we have the, the love of God in our hearts, we don't have to fear. And I think that's a beautiful message for children to carry with them. Of course, I totally agree with that. And it's really a powerful message. And I know that my niece would definitely enjoy um, this kind of film. And uh, of course, our listeners that um, have heard a little bit about Ice Dragon, but of course want to go see it. It is in theaters uh, March 24th and 26th. But where exactly can they get information to find out if it's in a theater near them? Well, if you go to icedragonmovie.com, um, up on the upper left corner, there are two tabs there, and you can click on the U.S. Theater tab, and you can see uh, theaters across uh, the U.S., uh, the theater listing, the dates, the times, and you can even click and buy tickets. And we would encourage folks to do that because this is a limited uh, weekend run. It's going to run on the Saturday and Sunday matinees only. Mm-hmm. And, of course, if it does well that weekend, we'll carry forward into an encore performance. But this is a limited run, so we'd encourage folks to get their tickets early. Of course, and listeners, you've heard that, so don't forget to go out and uh, catch Ice Dragon while you can. And Bruce, we just really appreciate you uh, coming on the show today and telling the message of your film, and I know our listeners are very excited to go uh, give it a look. So again, you've been listening to Bruce Stacy, the writer and director of Ice Dragon Legends of the Blue Daisies. And I'm Missy Montgomery, and this has been Charisma Connection. Christian friends, there are Jewish families in Muslim nations and anti-Semitic regions that are too poor to emigrate home to Israel, the land of their dreams. Ezra International is a Christian ministry that rescues them from these countries. Help fulfill biblical prophecy as God gathers his people from the four corners of the earth. Visit EzraInternational.org to pray, serve, give, and invite Ezra to your church. That's EzraInternational.org or call 352-394-4673. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.